Forgotten Realms Edition 3.5 Kerlanen Rookery Deep in the subtropical Gulfmere forest is a chain of extinct, extinct volcanoes. Under the water-filled caldera of this particular volcano lies a series of caves created by the movement of magma, magma and superheated steam and water throughout the millennia. The Kerlannans have adopted the site for one of their rookeries where they go to mate and give birth to their young during the autumn of every year. It is one of perhaps two dozen similar sites located throughout Faroon. The Kerlanians use this opening in the side of the volcano as their chief means of ingress and egress. The outer surface of the tunnel is little more than a narrow cleft in the mountainside created eons ago by pressurized magma and steam escaping to the surface from the depths of the earth. The tunnel's mouth is approximately 14 feet across and 8 feet high and the tunnel's narrow rapid and the tunnel narrows rapidly to a width of only 10 feet, just wide enough for a Kerlannan to glide through its length safely. At the point where the tunnel narrows to its smallest width, an illusory wall hides the con continuation of the passage. The exterior tunnel mouth is too small and situated in too sheltered a spot to be seen from a distance greater than a few dozen yards away. And even then, a character looking for the opening must make a successful search check, DC-18. Two Kurlanan guards are stationed just behind the lip of the tunnel mouth, watching the mountainside and the skies for signs of intruders. A successful spot check DC-16 enables a character to notice the guards. The escape route and lookout station tunnel is used primarily as an emergency escape route in the case the rook in case the rookery comes under attack by a foe that the gathered Kerlanians cannot defeat. It is also a lookout station and two and two Kerlanian guards are stationed here at all times while the rookery is in use. The tunnel shaft rises from the chamber of the voice almost straight up to the height of over 200 feet. The tunnel is 20 to 30 feet wide for its entire length. 
The tunnel mouth is located a short distance from the shore of the Caldera Lake. At the surface, it resembles a natural lava vent or sinkhole hidden by thick growing brush. It can be detected with a successful spot check DC-15 from a distance of 100 feet or less. If the guards spot intruders, one continues to observe them while the other flies to alert the com complex that danger is near. Combat atop the tunnel does not draw attention from the Carlanians below. A plume of steam warmed by the active lava far below rises from this narrow crack in the mountainside. Too small for the Kalanians to navigate in flight. A medium-sized or small character could nevertheless climb down or up the vent. Climb check DC-15. However, a character descending the vent is faced with a serious problem when he reaches the bottom. The shaft ends in the ceiling of the vast natural cavern, directly above a mass of active bubbling magma. magma. The superheated magma sheds a dull red glow in a radius of 150 feet, illuminating part of the cavern in the, lower, in the lowest 50 feet of the tunnel. Characters descending the steep vent by hand or rope must either climb down the cavern wall, climb check DC-25, or invent a means to swing themselves down to the cavern floor. Characters who fall into the lava suffer 20d6 points of damage per round of exposure. Half damage from the magma continues for 1d3 rounds after exposure ceases. Six Kurlanian guards occupy a guard post cavern, ever alert and watchful for intruders. Two guards position themselves just behind the rocky out, uh, outcropping of the tunnel mouth. It meets the mountainside, not where it meets the mountainside, so that they can scan both the mountain and sky for intruders. If the guards spot intruders approaching on foot up the mountainside, one of them flies down at the approach tunnel to alert the other four guards stationed in this cave. In turn, one of these guards flies through the remainder of the complex, calling out a warning to the other Kurlanans. If the intruders spot the approaching tunnel, one guard flies out to attack and distract them while the other conducts his warning flight. 
In that instance, the four guards in the cavern below fly up to defend the entrance. Reinforcements arrive at the approach tunnel in 1d3 rounds. An atro atrocious smell easily identifiable as the strong odor of blood and meat is detectable a hundred feet away from the mouth of this cat cave. Within its rocky confines is a supply of freshly killed game. All manner, all manner of jungle animals, from wild pigs to great apes, are strung about the cavern floor in various states of dismemberment. The Curlanans, whose diet consists of fresh, uncooked meat, require prodigious amounts of food during the mating and birthing times. So this, this larder is kept well stocked. Intruders that the Kerlanans capture and wish to keep alive for any length of time for questioning or torture end up at the bottom of this dank cave. Water runs down the cave walls in slow, mineral-laden rivulets, gradually filling the cave. Currently, the water level has reached a depth of two feet, but centuries will pass before the cave is completely full at this rate. The water renders the cavern walls very difficult to climb. Climb check DC 30, and the water is quite cold and uncomfortable to stand or sit in as well. The skeleton remains of a dozen or so humanoid elves, dwarves, orcs, and humans litter the narrow floor under the water, indicating that the Kurlanans left some prisoners here to rot when the creatures no, when the creatures abandoned the rookery at the end of the birthing time. When the rookery is in use, a mating chamber cavern is used by the, the dozen of Kurlanians who come here to mate. A small number, 2D4, of the creatures are always here. A female Kurlanian continues to take her turn at guard duty and in hunting for food during her pregnancy until approximately two or three weeks before giving birth. Then the pregnant, pregnant female retires to a birthing chamber which is made warm and comfortable by the addition of soft grasses and palm fronds from the jungle below and rocks heated near the boiling magma in the chamber of voices. During the birthing time, 2D6 female Kurlanans are here, as well as 1D4 male and female Kurlanan attendants.
When the Barlack come to the rookery, they remain in the huge caverns called the Chamber of the Eyes to share among themselves the information and news they have gathered in the time they have spent out in the world. The Kavar visit them here, listening and asking many questions about the Varlocks' understanding of what they have witnessed. During the birthing time, 2D4 Varlock Ker Lannans are always in this chamber, and usually 1D4 Kavar as well. When the young are born, the Varlock are the fledglings first, caregivers. The Carlanans mother brings her newborn to this chamber soon after giving birth and entrusts it to the care of the eyes. The young remain here for a period of approximately a month during which time they are given the very best care. The mothers are permitted to rejoin the children at the end of this period and the young are then reared jointly by their mothers and the Varlock or Varlack. The Kiver visit the children periodically during this time as well, indoctrinating them in the fanaticism of their elders. By the time the young are ready to join a wing, they have received sufficient information about the world to allow them a decent chance of survival if they are ever separated from their wing. Male and female members of Kerlanan wings, when they are not engaged in mating, guarding, or hunting, occupy the chamber of wings. While not very deep, the chamber is quite broad, nearly 300 feet across at its widest point, giving the contentious Carlanians ample wing room, generally 1d10 plus 10. Carlanians are here at any given time. The rest are in the guard areas, in the mating or the rebirthing chambers, or out hunting for food. The Carlanans use this space for resting, eating, talking, and fighting for leadership of the wings. In this broad, deep cavern called Chamber of Voices, the Kabar gather to discuss their views on the future of their race. They share information about recent raids and attacks on the God, on the god slaves debate for success of various tactics and plan for later endeavors. The relative merit and flaws of various organizations and societies in society is also a popular topic. 
as is the latest information obtained by the Valwick. In caverns ju just such as these all across Faroon, the future of the Kurlanian race is determined. During the birthing time 2D4, Kavar are present here at any given time.